I absolutely, totally am smitten with gifting at events. It's in my top three. I I think it might be number two. (laughs) Number one is probably videos, but number two is gifting. I love it. I love giving gifts that are a surprise to team who's helping, to presenters, to guests. I think there is no end to the amount of gifting that you can do. And I do love for a lot of it to be a surprise and also for it to be super thoughtful and in keeping with your brand standards. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events? so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way. It's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of. That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. I have seven ways that you can bring more gratitude, your personal gratitude practice into your event. And I'm excited about this one because I think a lot shifted for me when I decided to be more grateful and to be more aware of all of the things that were happening for me and all of the help that was flowing my way. If you've ever read that book, it's, uh, I think, Something of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. In that book, it talks about how... Wealth is and and wealth and blended blessings and abundance are all a cycle. So stuff flows to us and we put it back out. And it's just this constant like cycle. Envision a circle, if you will. And what a huge aha in that book for me was that when you block receiving, it blocks that cycle from continuing. And so not only do you have to constantly put out gratitude, which is what we're going to talk about today, but receive it too. Like receive the appreciation, receive the the help that's that's on its way to you, especially during an event when gosh knows we all need it, right? But uh, that that just picture picture that circle and picture how gratitude is a piece of that, but that receiving is also a piece. And so in order to continue the cycle, we need to honor both parts of that, both the giving and the receiving. But today we're talking about giving and gratitude. Let's get into it. I'm going to talk about the first thing, which is something you can a practice that you can bring in early on in your event cycle. And that is practicing gratitude for each and every event registration that comes in. Like, I created that and I can create more every time an event registration comes in. Say thank you. Really come up with a mantra that has meaning for you. And say that every time a new event registration comes in. And to that point about mantras, I want you 
to underline that part that I said that was pick one that's meaningful for you. Because if you don't, it's just like, it's not going to integrate that, that gratitude. Okay. Second is express gratitude to your team members along the way during the planning process of your event. I want you to be constantly pointing out what you're grateful for. What did they do that was done with excellence? What did they do that was helpful for you? What did they do where they went above and beyond or they paid attention to the details because the details matter, right? Or where were they exceptionally grace under pressure, embodying that value because we need more of that, right, during an event cycle. So number one is being thankful for every registration that comes in. Number two, expressing gratitude to your team. Remember, they are holding your event in their hands. They're holding the success of your event in in their hands. And you're indirectly training them to express gratitude by being appreciative and noticing what they do. And that is how you would want your team to treat your guests at the event, right? So be showing up in that way throughout the process. Third, write down the names of the event team members that you're going to be interacting with throughout the event. Like if maybe do it in your phone, just make a quick list when you get on site. Maybe you're introduced to the banquet uh, event manager. Maybe you're introduced to your um, your producer that's sitting at the back of the house booth. Maybe you're introduced to um, a concierge at the hotel's front desk. Whoever it is that's there helping you, I want you to write down their names. It's going to be really hard to remember because you're going to meet so many new people really quickly. But um, my little cheat sheet is I just put it on my phone or write it on my notebook and whatever you have with you so that you can be referring to people by name. It's like their favorite word, right? And so if you can be calling people by name, it's just a sense of gratitude for their work and uh, makes it easier for you to express gratitude for their work. So I love that one. The fourth is team dinners before and after the event. I would love for you to be so well prepared that you can sit down at a table together, have a meal with your team, your event team, before the crazy begins and after the last guest has left. And at the beginning, be sharing that excitement and gratitude for what's to come. And at the end, uh, again, sharing in that excitement of reliving favorite memories and moments and expressing gratitude and really integrating the win of what you all just accomplished together. And I think it's so cool to take a beat at the front and the back end to do that. But you do need to plan ahead 
for that to happen. You do need to have your stuff together in order to have those moments of pause and not have people feel like they're freaking out or it's the worst thing in the world that they have to break away and have a meal. I remember when I used to plan a lot more events per year than I do now, uh, I would be in an event cycle and some coworkers would want to go out for lunch. And let's say, just imagine we're like two or three weeks out from an event where the time is so tight and busy. And I was just holding the weight of the world on my shoulders, not yet excellent at delegation and hiring team. And I felt like I was being punished when they were asking me to go out to lunch. I couldn't imagine anything worse than needing to put everything down and go out to lunch with everybody. And that is just a sign that if if you can't make time for this team dinner on the front and the back end, that just is a signal to you to just um, check in and figure out where can we be doing more advanced planning be more prepared, be more on top of things so that we have that, that white space on the calendar to be able to slot that in. Okay. Don't beat yourself up (laughs) and notice, check in and see, okay, where could we, what could we do differently next time to allow for that space, that really joyful time to come in to our calendars. Okay, number five is gifting. So I absolutely, totally am smitten with gifting at events. It's in my top three. I, it, I think it might be number two. <laughs> number one is probably videos, but number two is gifting. I love it. I love giving gifts that are a surprise to team who's helping, to presenters, to guests. I think there is no end to the amount of gifting that you can do. And I do love for a lot of it to be a surprise and also for it to be super thoughtful and in keeping with your brand standards. I know that's a lot. That's a heavy weight to come up with a gift that um, kind of checks all those boxes. But I think small signs of, hey, I was thinking of you and and having something for them in their sleeping room or at their place at the table or sending them something afterwards, super, super important. And in my book, I just am a huge fan of gifting around an event because I think especially for team, people are going above and beyond for you. And if they drop the ball, it can, the ripple effect can be humongous. And so I just love to show appreciation for people who are helping in that way. Number six, I love this one because 
we've talked about habits around events on this podcast before. And so you're, it's, you're, it's no secret that I think it's really important to continue your healthy habits during an event. And one of them that I think is exceptionally important is continuing your daily gratitude practice. I'm guessing you have a journaling practice that includes expressing gratitude. And I want you to plan for time in your day to do that process, even twice if you can. And I know that's a big ask because things are so busy during an event cycle. But I want you to continue your healthy habits, especially the one, whatever you currently do as a practice for expressing gratitude, I want you to keep that practice while you're at your event. So get with your assistant ahead of time and figure out how you're going to plan your day so that you can still slot that in because I think it's really, really important. Okay, so that was number six. Number seven is honor and appreciate your guests. And there's lots of ways to do this. Of course, number five with gifting is one way, but I also love to honor and appreciate people just with words of affirmation throughout the event. And so what this sounds like is cheering people on cheering people on for getting in the room, for making the commitment to clear their calendar and be present and playful out. That's a way that you can honor and appreciate your guests. Another one is when they're going off to a, uh, the, at the end of your event, be cheering them on uh, against expressing like honor and appreciation for doing the hard work of being there throughout the event of, again, clearing their calendar of putting in the work. I want you to honor, appreciate them for the work that they're going to put in after the event, when they get home, when stuff gets hard and things come up that might want to derail them from uh, holding the commitments that they made to themselves and just honor and appreciate them for, for pushing through in those hard times. I want you after, especially after mini breakouts, when you have people share vulnerably what they need help with or a breakthrough that they just had or an aha, I want you to honor and appreciate people for being vulnerable, for sharing, for opening themselves up to receive new information and uh, new ways of thinking and um, release blocks that they've had. So honored appreciation. Love that one. That's number seven. Let's go back through. So number one is be thankful for every registration that comes in. Number two is expressing gratitude to your team members. Three, writing down the names of your event team members when you're on site so that you, once you've met all these new people, you're able to go back to them and call them by name and say thank you. Number four is team dinners before and after the event. Five is thank you gifts and just signs of appreciation. 
Number six is continuing your daily gratitude journaling during the event. And seven is honoring and appreciating your guests. I hope that there's been some nugget in this conversation that you and I have had today about gratitude that has like struck a chord with you and been something that you're feeling like, yeah, that feels right and true to me. And I'm going to commit to doing that during my next event cycle. I hope that there's there's one nugget there that you found. Uh, and I would love it if you dropped it into the community at lynchpinnation.com just so I can uh, see what those are and uh, and maybe it's even given you a new idea. And if so, drop that in there too. That's lynchpinnation.com. Or if something was especially um, delightful for you and you want to share it, just drop me a DM on Instagram. Always happy to um, read and respond to those. Thank you for hanging out today. I wish you an outstanding Thanksgiving holiday. It is my favorite for three reasons. <laughs> uh, just when you thought I was going to wrap up, I am going to tell you that Thanksgiving is my favorite because I love food, uh, specifically pumpkin pie, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes and gravy and soft rolls. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but that's... <laughs> Those are my top ones come to mind immediately. Second, I love gatherings. I like I love gathering of people that don't have any other expectations other than we're just going to eat really good food together. That feels awesome. Uh, third, parades. I, I am totally madly in love with Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and watching that on TV. And I think that's... Uh, we always had it on in my childhood as we were getting ready for Thanksgiving and it is on my bucket list someday to go and watch that live in New York City. I'm just like giddy with excitement at the thought. Um, the And then the, what are we on? Number five reason why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday is I actually think it is why you and I are hanging out together today. So we only as a family... Um, entertained for Thanksgiving every year. It was the only time people came to the house. And I love that energy of an event, of having people come together. And I think it was my very first experience with that. And when I look back on my journey of why we're here together, why this business even exists, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, so... I'm excited for this one, and I wish you an outstanding Thanksgiving week. Take care. Thanks for hanging out today. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram, and be sure to tag at Sarah Faefer and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Also, if scaling events in your business sounds like something you want to tackle in 2023 and you need a coach, 
then let's connect to see if one-on-one -on -one coaching is for you. Just go to greenroomcentral.com. You and I can work together one-on-one -on -one throughout the course of the year and dive deep into the inner workings of your events and business. You'll receive mentorship, personalized feedback, and customized guidance to define your goals and achieve your next level of success. Go to greenroomcentral.com right now to apply. This podcast is built on Kajabi. I loved how easy it was to set it up, but more so, I'm thrilled that my entire business is run within one platform, from my emails to pages to courses, my podcast too, it's all under one roof. If you love simplicity and scalability as much as I do, then go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free 14-day trial from Kajabi. I appreciate your commitment to learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.